You're listening to Financial Sense, the podcast that answers real questions about money and your business, two of the most important topics in your life, recorded and brought to you by National Bank of Arizona, the only bank you need. Hello, I'm Brent Cannon, Executive Vice President and Director of the Community Bank here at National Bank of Arizona. I'm very excited to be joining you here today, recording our very first episode of Financial Sense. On this podcast, you'll hear from real bankers answering questions you could only ask a friend who's in the business, really understands the local economy here in Arizona. My guest today is John Lewis, our business banking group regional manager. Welcome, John. Thanks, Brent. Glad to be with you here today. John, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your career? I've had the opportunity to work with small businesses for a number of years at National Bank of Arizona. Um, I started banking in the northeastern part of the state in the White Mountains and then was able to work in Yuma for a few years, followed by Flagstaff. And now I'm here in Phoenix running our uh, business banking group uh, with bankers here in Phoenix, Tucson, and, and throughout Arizona. That's great. That's great. Yeah, we uh, we often talk about John's career. He's been uh, – I think he's certainly our most traveled banker in at National Bank of Arizona, covering just about all four corners of the state. Yeah. I think the one area you can still cover is the river section, maybe Kingman area, northwest corner. Yeah, my wife gave me a no-go on King. <laughs> that's a no-go. Okay. So we're good in Phoenix for a while? Yes. All right. That's great. So, John, most of the businesses have really been doing very well. But all business owners that have been through any cycles know that the, the go-go days, as we often refer to them, aren't going to stay around forever. So what are some of the, what are some of the things that you look and, and, and talk to small business owners about how to recession-proof their business? You know, I, when I talk to small business owners is they always are looking to find ways to get better and to grow. You know, as a small business, you always want to see yourself being more successful. And oftentimes businesses feel that being successful leads to growth. Mm. And sometimes that can be a little bit of, of a scary thing if you start growing too fast or starting to get a, ahead of yourself. All right. And so one of the things I like to sit down and talk to them about, what is really that long-term plan and what do they really need to get there without putting too much at jeopardy right. um, by over-leveraging themselves? Yeah, too often they, they equate growth with growing their balance sheet or uh, in, in, in some um, – in, in too many cases, growing their liabilities, their yeah. debts, right? Mm -hmm. And and that's that what they ought to be probably focusing on is growing that revenue and really paying attention to the margins, i.e. controlling the expenses that go along with growing that revenue. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. It's focusing in on those key key items so it'll help grow more profitability. Right. And then if they want to be able to grow their balance sheet, they can use that through the profits and not getting leverage and growing their liabilities to do such. Talking about the last Great Recession, it was a difficult time for so many businesses. Can you share any stories, lessons learned that you saw firsthand being a banker through the Great Recession? You bet. Uh, one example that comes to mind was a client that we we have who was – very reliant on the tourism industry. Mm -hmm. And obviously during the recession, uh, people that spent discretionary dollars, that was kind of a tough thing because people had less money to spend. Right, right, right. And as that started to happen, the client was very strategic in the way they approached it. Um, they brought in some personnel that really knew the business and be more strategic in, in what they were doing. And they also, as they purchased assets, they were very strategic on how they used those assets within their company to ensure that the specific number of assets were were providing the the return on investment that they needed. Right. You know, I, I saw that their level of efficiency increased dramatically as they improved processes, which I think is really important during the recession. And in any time, uh, I think we can all learn that there's 
efficiencies within businesses that sometimes get overlooked unless we take the time to to look closer at them. Right. I think that's a great point. If 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 the business that I think you're talking about, uh, the, one of the other things that I, I remember them doing is they were very proactive in meeting with their bankers. Yeah. And in fact, as I recall, there were we had quarterly meetings to talk about their strategic focus and changes that they were making uh, to really um, not only survive through the recession, but also how to capitalize after the recession had occurred. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's a great thing because we were all going the same direction together. Right. They weren't wondering where the bank was on positions and we weren't under, wondering where they were. We had the same vision working together to help them have success yeah. even during these difficult times. Any businesses that, that maybe capitalized or started after the recession that you can think of? Yeah, that's, I always love talking to those businesses. I say, oh, you started in 2010. You're right. pretty brave, right? right, right. It's, it's an amazing thing to, to see happen. Uh, I think about a one business that we worked with that started post-recession, and actually they were in the construction industry, which mm. is, is unique, um, but they identified an opportunity or a, a need within a certain market uh, where they could they could provide a product at a much more timely, uh, efficient, and cost-effective manner than than other people. Because as the recession went down, uh, there was less providers in that space. Right. And they were able to capitalize on that, which allowed them to really grow their business quickly, even during the, the ending of the recession. And it, it, that did not come without, you know, a lot of risk because 2010, 2011, we were not back at full capacity, not even close. Yes. So that took some foresight and some, and a well thought out business plan. Yes, absolutely. That's great. That's great. You know, I I remember a company and I'll I'll keep the industry separate, but I will tell you that they were heavily related to the home building industry, Mm -hmm. which we all know was, was a, a large and is a large part of our economy here in the state of Arizona. But uh, they had they had annual revenues year after year north of a hundred million dollars, and within a period of about nine months, not even a full fiscal year, a period of nine months, they dropped to below a uh, million dollars in revenue. Mm-hmm. That's how fast the Great Recession. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, that company had built uh, had leveraged uh, many of its assets to to meet that demand, uh, and also, and here's a big one: the 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 owner could not get himself to uh, make changes in the expense side mm-hmm. that he really needed to make. And ultimately, it, it cost him his business. Mm-hmm. It, it's a little bit like how we ask, how we all try to manage our personal uh, yeah. uh, financial uh, situation, which is let's not get too extended. Let's not get, uh, as the old saying goes, get over the tips of our skis. And, and so that we have we have some some uh, some dry powder uh, when things aren't quite as good. And that's just that's just business one hundred and one. It just makes good sense. Yep. Yeah, that's great. Uh, three tips uh, that w- you'd like to share with small businesses to stave off the worst types of recessions. Uh, I mean, what, what what are some tips that you can give small business owners? Yeah, I think the the statement often is made about cash being king. Mm-hmm. The importance of having some some cash, mm-hmm. some liquidity. Mm-hmm. Um, to be able to be prepared to overcome a drop um, or overcome issues. I think that's the first thing I think that I would say to make sure that there is some some liquidity there. Um, secondly, it, along with that is to make sure that the things that you're you're buying today, will they be helping you make money tomorrow? Right. And so does that translate to something that's productive 
or is that piece of equipment just going to sit there and, and look pretty? Right. Um, because, you know, sometimes it might think, well, I'll get a tax write-off by buying that piece of equipment, but that might not be the best thing for your ca- cash position. So secondly, I'd, I'd say make sure what you're investing in is really going to generate revenue for you. Right. Um, and thirdly, I would say not not to take your eye off the ball. Um, it's, it's tempting for some business owners sometimes to start seeing some other shiny objects that they want to go right, work on and, right. and forget about their core business. I would say that you got to keep your focus on that core business. Well, I think that's great. I, if I were to offer three tips, I would, one of those, uh, keeping your eye on the ball, which I, I would say maybe a little different as, you know, have a clear vision mm-hmm. and, and know exactly where you want your business to go. And, and that'll help make some of those strategic and tactical decisions along the way. And so I think I would certainly include that if in one of my three tips. Uh, the second tip is <clears throat> have a strong relationship with a, your CPA and your banker. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, you always heard the third, which was which is an attorney. And, and certainly that's important. But, but a CPA and your banker to be able to have these kind of discussions with when, when things are getting difficult and even when things are really good, I think makes a lot of sense. And then third, uh, third and, and perhaps most important, as a small business owner, Remember the importance that that people play in the or, in the overall success of your organization, and while sometimes you still have to make very difficult decisions, it's still very important to understand that that you and your team uh, are of managers are leading uh, your most important asset, which are your people. Um, so I think those are three tips I would I would leave uh, you know, and I would share with small business owners. Yeah, I agree. What's the one piece of advice you would give today to any of your businesses that you're talking to, that your business bankers are talking to? What's the one piece of advice that you're giving to small businesses that we get to, that we have the um, that we get to meet with on a daily basis? You know, I I would say, what are you doing today to say s- separate yourself from your competition? What are you doing different? to make yourself better than those that you're competing with. Yeah. Uh, because when times come around where there's less business, those that are best at what they do are going to be the ones that get the business. Yeah. And so what are you doing from a technology standpoint to improve your business, from an educational standpoint, to just make sure that you're you're set apart from your competition when that time comes. That's great. Well, John, we sure appreciate you taking the time today. And, uh, of course, we appreciate everything you do for National Bank of Arizona and uh, and, and all of our clients and prospects. And uh, so thanks, John. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. like to invite everybody to, to tune in to our next podcast. If you like what you heard today, feel free to subscribe, Financial Sense. Also, follow us on social media. Love to hear your comments, thoughts, ideas for future podcasts. And thank you again for joining All price references and market forecasts correspond to the date of this recording. The podcast should not be copied, distributed, published, or reproduced in whole or in part. The information contained in this podcast does not constitute research or recommendation from any Zions Bank Corporation NA entity to the listener. Neither Zions Bank Corporation NA nor any of its affiliates makes any representation or warranty as to the accuracy or completeness of the statements or any information contained in this podcast and any liability, therefore, including in respect of direct, indirect, or consequential loss or damage is expressly disclaimed. The views expressed in this podcast are not necessarily those of Zions Bank Corporation N.A. And Zions Bank Corporation N.A. is not providing any financial, economic, legal, accounting, or tax advice 
or recommendations in this podcast. In addition, the receipt of this podcast by any listener is not to be taken as constituting the giving advice, investment, or otherwise by Zions Bank Corporation N.A. to that listener, nor to constitute such person a client of any Zions Bank Corporation N.A. entity. Copyright reserved by Zions Bank Corporation N.A. National Make of Arizona, a division of Zions Bank Corporation N.A. member FDIC. 